0: The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I don't like this place. alive. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen, the casuals are taking control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore, live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Thursday, the 28th of April, 2016, this is Casually Hardcore, and I'm GnomeWise. And I'm Grail. And you still sound like you're echoing a bit. Can you still hear yourself? Nope. Oh, good. It's just all in my head then. It's just just you. I'll just turn down the volume on the voices in my head. Everything will be fine. I'll just take Uh some more lithium. Oh, that was weird. It is a very strange thing. Yes. Welcome to another fine episode of Casual Hardcore uh, Out of the Gate. I apologize for missing last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real life in the form of a five-year-old daughter's birthday. And man, they get expectations real young these days. As far as Man. the plans they make for what they expect to see on their birthday. Holy crap. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Was it like full out, I want ponies? or
0: I mean, left to her own devices. We, we probably would have had requests along those lines. I mean, the, the, the requests were coming uh, fast and hot. and the, the full birthday party and magically wanted the pool to be warm enough to be used. Oh, of course. Um, of, of course. You know, clearly. <laughs> um, and lots of friends. We, we got it down to reasonable levels. Of, you're going to have a friend over for your for your first sleepover, and you will get uh, modest gifts.
1: There you <laughs> go, realistic,
0: <laughs> believable gifts. <laughs> um, so my preparations for that, because that was last Friday Thursday night uh, with Iolite out of town. Uh, she didn't get home until around midnight 30 that night. Uh, this just made it extra entertaining uh, for oh, all yeah. involved. So I just I needed the extra time, so I had to call it at the very last minute. I apologize greatly for the last minute uh, notification for the live listeners. I will endeavor not to do that again. I'll try and get a sense of when things are going off the rails sooner, so I can at least warn you. There you go. Uh, oh, I should, probably should have been in the spreadsheet at this point, shouldn't I have? Probably. What I get for switching computers right yep. before the show. The, uh, the first article that caught my eye as I was assembling this was oh, we've, we've, we've observed on this show before that I have some issues with Robert Jordan, the, uh, the late author. <laughs> Poor uh, guy. Yeah, he's dead. He's he's all dead. But before he died, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. it doesn't reduce the atrocities.
1: No, yeah, for
0: um, sure. He and I blame you because you were the one that introduced me to the Wheel of Time. I know, but way it way back in the mists of time.
1: But it was like around book like three or three, four. No, the only three yeah. were out at
0: that point, and they were awesome. Yeah, and so no, I, I'm not. I'm not accusing you of right. deliberately leading me down the primrose path. Right. Uh, we you know we went on that journey together. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it was rough. Yeah,
0: Path of Daggers is where I jumped the shark on that one. Um, yeah,
1: but anyway, without a doubt,
0: the the epic Wheel of Time series. When I say epic, the books just kept coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Story didn't advance, but the books kept coming.
1: Yep, and, and the author passed away, the, the and author, the books still kept coming.
0: <laughs> at least he had a reasonably courteous uh, ailment yes. that warned him he he had the dubious benefit of a, uh, a terminal diagnosis before well in advance of his right. actual passing. So he was able to get together with a new author and say, hey, I'd like to pass this torch to you because uh, I'm not going to be able to finish this. So an outline and uh, his desires for how the story would be completed were passed on to a new author right. and off they went. How many books did it wind up being eventually? I think it was like 14, 13 wow. or 14. That's a
1: lot. Yeah.
0: So this was all 1990s into the early aughts, right? Yeah. It's Correct. now a decade and a half into the 21st century. Uh, now they're finally optioning it for a television series.
1: Well, you know, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I,
0: I guess, yeah, and that's the obvious parallel to draw. Yeah. That we are in a post Game of Thrones era, and I mean that this this isn't even in the same
1: no, jurisdiction as is, Song of Ice and Fire. This is Tolkien esque yeah. more so. I mean, it's it's high fantasy. There's a lot of monsters and magic. And stuff like that. There is a decent amount, at least in the early books, there was a decent amount of political maneuvering as yeah. well because that was like one of the big themes was trying to get the world to come together to fight the returning of the Dark One. Right. Uh, so that was... And it, it, it's there, and so maybe that's what drew them to the series other than the fact there's also 14 goddamn books. Yeah, a wealth <laughs> so,
0: of source material.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm certainly... Not particularly excited by this one. No, Um, I mean,
1: uh, it doesn't also mention like who they're in negotiation
0: with. Right. This is all very, very preliminary. I mean, this is literally, I mean, the the linked article was literally a Tumblr post. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming a Google Plus post. Um, So from the official Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time Google Plus account. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Speaking of living in the past. um, Yeah. Wanted to share with you the exciting news about the Wheel of Time. Legal issues have been resolved. The Wheel of Time will become a cutting-edge TV series. I could not be more pleased. Look for official announcement coming soon from a major studio. That was from Harriet. Yeah. Um, so the implication there is <coughs> this didn't come sooner due to legal wranglings over the estate. Right. Um, you know, 12 years ago, I would, probably would have been a hell of a lot more
1: uh, excited about this. Heck, yeah. Um, it would have been, you know, something, yeah, definitely to look forward to. Uh, even around the time, I mean, that's about 12 years for, uh, like, Lord of the Rings yeah. when that came out. So, yeah, yeah that would have been. I getting, remember getting
0: really jazzed up about it in the late 90s, waiting for the the oncoming storm that yeah. would become
1: uh, Lord of the Rings. So, but, I mean, who knows? They did Shannara on MTV, so. Did you it's... watch
0: Shannara No, on MTV? I have not
1: watched any of that. I can't. I've had people tell me I should watch it mainly for some eye candy, but even that, it's like I, I would rather just watch eye candy. At I mean, Dex <laughs> is
0: going to make you watch it because it's got Manu Bennett in it.
1: Yep. Um, as
0: freaking Alan. It does, On. but he's
1: the old sorcerer, dude. He's not so. old.
0: He's the young, fit, sexy Whatever. sorcerer because this is uh, MTV. Yeah. Of course. That's why I was immediately shaking my head. It's like they cast him as Alanon.
1: Yeah. Really? It just, yeah, no, I've, I have the opportunity to watch it. I have not taken that opportunity yet. You are wise
0: <laughs> beyond your few years. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, this. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, I've, I've been brought to the brink of interest before the, the Dragon Riders of Pern. Oh, yeah. Under the guidance of Ronald Moore, no less. Yeah. Made it to within one day of shooting. I know. Before the entire thing went to crap blew up so so we'll see
1: yeah i mean yeah i would say if they could capture the awesomeness of the first six books ignore seven and eight and probably nine and then go back into it or at least correct the story mishaps uh yeah it could be great but i mean if we're we're living uh, in a world where they're tackling the dark tower series
0: true then i guess this is this is right up there with that kind of undertaking
1: yeah, I mean this is this is the time because chances are the the current wave of fantasy type uh you know novels being turned into media is gonna eventually start dipping back down. Yes. And we'll probably have a period where it's not happening as much. So yeah. Good, while the iron is I, hot. I, yeah, I wish him well. That's all I can say.
0: <laughs> all right. So dipping back into the uh Pop culture swirl that is the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, something we've asked for many, many times. Please give us legitimate access to classic solid state game ROMs. So the old cartridge era. Yep. And there's, I mean, armed only with uh, with Google, you can find gray market. Emulators and copies yeah. of you know bit for bit copies of old game ROMs, sure. and you can play them on things like MAME emulators. Yeah, uh, there's a great Raspberry Pi project you can do that gives you a beautiful MAME cabinet in the, in the tiny little you know fifteen dollar Raspberry Pi motherboard.
1: Yep, I have a MAME uh, emulator that has like ten different systems emulated on it. Yeah, or not MAME, but I should say a Raspberry Pi that has a bunch of emulators running on it, and you know x number of games
0: and it all exists in kind of that that hazy and finally we're seeing movement to legitimize this stuff um so authorized sega genesis rom hacks are now available in the steam workshop so thank you valve once again uh
1: for pioneering in this case retro gaming um, and, I mean, you still have to buy the actual game from right. you know the collections, but they have now opened it up to where you could hack the game right. and apparently have Streets of Rage Two with weird Tim Allen sounds because because reason. obviously that was mi- missing from many people's lives. No, <laughs> you know, even bug fixes. I mean, that's it's it's a cool option. The, really, the next step then is to get more of the ROMs on there.
0: Yeah, and, but just the fact that there's it's a legit yeah. above. Over the table, great way to encourage people to, hey, dust off these old classics and do interesting things with them, yeah. and we won't come chase you down uh, if we ever... Because we've seen things like the Let's Play movement, yeah, which hugely popularized a lot of games by this whole wave of watching people play video games. And the Let's Plays, those, those guys were right at the forefront of that. Oh yeah, and then they went through this whole era where Nintendo hunted them down. Yeah, and other uh, software companies, and they're in this weird place of well, we got to protect our intellectual property. Like, do you really in this case? Right, they're not. It's so, but they're over. The lawyers are lawyers who want to get paid and want to justify their existence. No, you must stop this from happening and keep paying my retainer. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm glad that this kind of thing is is. Making, making it easier and make, it's less of a risk to to do this classic gaming. So there's a ton of fun, eight and sixteen bit era games that I would love to go back and play, but I'm not going to dust off my TurboGrafx-16 because hey, it's
1: gone. Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, like you said there's a really there's interesting ways to to get it. And yeah. like you said, also there's not they're not actively going. There's there's been ROMs for years out oh, there and yes. emulators for years. So pretty much most of the game companies have kind of said, okay, that's we're we're going to turn our blind eye towards it. Uh something that Blizzard did not do with that World of Warcraft server that was the private server that they forced to shut down. Yeah, so, and,
0: that's a, and, the, and their argument was exactly the same. Yeah, um, it's, it an, it's an Australian our Australian property. We have yeah. to protect our IP, but the, yeah. the upside to that is, is there, there have been several posts to their forums where they acknowledge the desire for classic servers and tell people to not give up hope for
1: an official... Option. They, yeah. also, they
0: also kvetch in there and say, well, but it's so hard. And we yeah, don't... that,
1: and I mean, I, I get it. I, I get that they would then have to create an infrastructure to run very old code. Right. Or and wouldn't necessarily ever pay for there. itself. Yeah, exactly. So it's, and it's tough to, yeah, know how to even scale that. But at the same time, you wish, like, why, well, you know, it'd be nice if they could come up with an option to, license out private servers or something along those lines especially considering that the game is what 15 14 years old now at this point yep well i mean but
0: it's an interesting thing where you say scale it wouldn't really need to It's something literally the whole point of this is it's the original version of the game up to patch 1.12 is usually where people go and the so they could install that and then never have to patch it again
1: right in theory the 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 things they have to do though is number one, since the hardware and stuff has changed since Firebrand 1.2, do they have to write new code to basically make it run? And would they go back and say, well, we'll make it original, but we've learned things even on the back end how to do maintenance better? Right. So we're going to put that Mm -hmm. in and how much, you know, gauging how popular it would be. How many of these servers do we even need? Well, there's a great YouTube video from one of the
0: original game devs who has since moved on, but he posted video to YouTube an open letter to Blizzard and he starts his video with the huge stacks of paper You're, here's the you know 260,000 signatures uh asking you to bring back an official recourse for people who want to play in a classic progression yeah. server I yeah. so I printed them out so you have a visual aid just you know the, to let you know the demand is there Sure. And these are people who are not currently subscribed to WoW who would come back and start giving you money again right, if they right. could play in this classic environment. So uh, yeah. the argument can be made that there's the it could at least be a break-even with a with a huge PR. Uh, yeah, they
1: they they have ways of addressing it, I think. And they could they could even monetize it, I would think, in a way that at least, yeah, like you said, breaks even for them, if not uh gains a little bit of cash. But, I mean, I always look at, like, the Project 1999 server they did for EverQuest, Mm -hmm. which was totally fan-done, and Sony came out and was like, that's technically against our terms of, you know, use. However, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't know how they even did that. And then, and the... The amount of effort they put into it with this was they didn't only just do it as a progression server, but they painstakingly went through and said, this is how long it took them to like nerf this item, and this mm-hmm. is how long it took them to remove this from the game or change this location, and we're going to do it in the same time frame. So you actually went through the almost exact experience that you, we had playing back in 1999. I, I want to go it. back and get a set of Rubicide Armor. Right, and so I don't know if WoW would be willing, Blizzard would be willing to do that level of detail. Where That's not really
0: what people are asking. Do they really? They just want a static snapshot of the servers right before Maybe. Uh,
1: Maybe. Outland. I think a lot of people want to see. Yeah, they want to do Classic WoW, but I, I would imagine most of those people that want to do Classic WoW would, at the very least, want Burning Legion in there as well, or whatever it was called. Yeah, the second, the first expansion. And then you know, there's a, a, a subset of that that seemed to push for uh, uh, wrath as well. Mm-hmm. So eh, we'll see. It's, but it's, it's, yeah, like you said, it's talk about. Sega's doing one, definitely one take on it of making it easier. Blizzard's you know pulling back on it, but there there should be a sweet spot out there.
0: And it's it's illustrating that there's more than one way to have an audience. Because right. the old model was always, give them something new, give them something new, give them something new, give oh, them yeah. something new. And we're in this new era of mature gaming um, where there's a nostalgia for the classic. Witness, the ROMs, people who wanted to play really, really early primitive games that were totally repetitive and extremely primitive and still entertaining as hell. Um, in the same way where you know, the devs look at, they, they look back at the old version of their MMOs, you oh know, God, things were terrible back then. We've gotten so much better. And the players are like, yeah, but we loved
1: it. Right, right. It was what we wanted. You know, right. yeah. And there's, there's things, you know, even, even in EverQuest, there's things that you just can never recapture because of it was just so new. Yeah, you can't but- have that first time again. But I think that's you know what uh, I think that's a big draw as well is to get back into that feeling of this was I remember feeling so awesome when I was exploring this area and wow or Everquest I remember or whatever I remember
0: racing you to sixty in playlands because yeah. we, we yeah. didn't know how to instance.
1: Yeah, I have no desire to ever do that again. No, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That was a one time deal. If I ever played WoW, it would be like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> With, hell no. Give me every leveling bonus possible. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think there's arguments to that the talents and stuff you could make uh, different. But uh, yeah, it's, but you know, uh, a server for everybody. Yep. I think it, it can hurt. So, Grail. Yes.
0: Cast your mind back to a more innocent time. Uh, uh-huh. And there was the concept of, that was whispered of, oh, he, he got a social disease. When that was the, the polite and um, euphemistic right. way to refer to uh, getting uh, venereal disease. Yeah. Well, I guess we need to coin a new term, uh, which would be, I guess, social media disease. Yep. So from our, our brethren up north uh, in Canada, this is from CalgaryHerald.com, and the title reads as follows. Social media blamed as Alberta's gonorrhea rates rise 80% and syphilis rates double.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: I th- think they may be lumping Tinder and Grindr yeah into the same hopper with I would think so because I'm
1: not sure Facebook's necessarily getting you laid. no, not not happen as much. no, this is definitely putting everything together is just most people recognize words like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram yeah, but yeah, that's probably not the major cause <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they're they're quote. Here indicates, I think, a fundamental. uh, I am certain that they're right. That the ability to communicate for for purposes of hooking up using the internet as that connection tool probably definitely uh, contributing to this. But the quote here: the use of social media to make an anonymous connection very quickly, we believe, is driving this particular outbreak. Said Doctor Karen Grimsrud, the province's new chief medical officer of health. When people don't know their sexual partners' identities, it makes it difficult for public health to contact partners as far as setting up testing and treatment. Yeah. Okay, doctor. Um, the anonymous one night stand slightly predates social media. Yeah. I'm it's... just saying. Yeah. Before we had Tinder, we had the bar. Right, right. Before we had Facebook and Instagram. We had nightclubs and discotheques. right? So I'm um, not sure I'm seeing the connection here. Um, but doc- what the doctor is good at is a clickbaity hot headline. Sure. So you're you're generating traffic for the Calgary Herald like nobody's business. Good yep. on you, doctor.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm probably gonna catch something just by clicking on this.
0: <laughs> well, it's it is the <clears throat> Sex Germs website. Right on. Because that's not a creepy name at all. Nope. Uh, yeah, it's basically the, the public health department there is trying to leverage and, and collect anonymous data through their websites. Like, you, you understand people lie a lot on the internet. Um, just, right. I'm just saying. Um, but I couldn't see that clickbait title and, and not at least copy Not check honestly. it out. Yeah. <laughs> it did its job. It, uh, at least it didn't say, it say something like, and number three will shock you, because I won't open any of those links. But this one, this one was treading that fine line of, go on. Right. <laughs> There's not a lot of substance here, but it makes for a funny, uh, funny item on the list. Uh, sticking with Canadia. And I think the, the Canadians have a ton of free time on their hands here to go out and have these anonymous sexual hookups and spread the gonorrhea, because
1: uh, Netflix brought well, the hammer down. Hockey season's about on over, so hmm? hockey season's almost over. So. Ah,
0: see, there, they're, 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 the floodgates legit,
1: are going to yeah. open. Oh God, yep. <laughs> Head for the border, people, run,
0: run, well, yeah. save yourselves. Um. So this is from CBC News Business. This article says, this is an analysis piece. After Netflix crackdown on border hopping, Canadians ready to return to piracy. Great job, Netflix. You, you've, you've, you've single-handedly increased piracy by shutting down VPN access.
1: Yeah. This is... I don't know I'm, why. I mean, I'm not sure why there's such a discrepancy between content. Because licensing?
0: Um, yeah, and they, it's they, a shame that that's... And that's what it all comes down to. And I'm, I'm right. seeing this painful transition that the movie industry is going through, right. and it really mirrors the music industry in the 90s, where yeah. they fought and fought and fought and fought against the digital revolution. And we all know how that turned out. They all wound up on iTunes for 99 cents apiece because... That's what people are willing to pay, and you do, we were just and people want to buy individual songs, not be forced to buy an album that sucks for one good song, and they wanted to have total portability and no digital rights management on their files, and there were years of back and forth, and and of course you know piracy was in there, Napster was in there, yeah. um, and here is the movie industry, still even though. They're giving us a lot of really great stuff. So we have the Netflixes of the world delivering lots of good movies. We have iTunes distributing their version of Rent and Buy. Right. But because of the arcane, weird, legal backroom wranglings, they can't just give Netflix. You can have this movie to distribute from March to October this year. They have to have no, well, it's a separate agreement for region two, different one for region four. Right. We're not going to give it to you in region five. Um, and I just look at that complexity that's just, it's thrust upon the system to make money for somebody so that lawyers have something to do with their time working out these deals. Right. The laws of the, the copyright laws are getting more and more disparate com- country to country. Um, so the rules they have to play by are totally different, which adds to this fracturing of what's available where. Um, And I hear our Canadian friends complaining loudly um, because most of the time we get a a, a richer distribution of titles on Netflix than we do, though notably they got uh, Force Awakens way before we did. Yeah. Um, But there was this series of methods you could use to work around the basic idea being either a proxy or a VPN virtual private network connection that would allow your traffic to start out of the country and emerge from a router here in the United States. So the traffic appeared to be coming from the U S right. And so the Netflix server would say, okay, I see your IP address on my list of American IPs. Here's the American catalog. Have a nice day. And that's worked for quite some time now. Yeah. And uh, they patched their software to detect most of these techniques and brought the hammer
1: down. Yeah. And I'm the sure the they, natural reaction. Know, well, like you said, they were probably under pressure from yeah. the licensees to I don't the, think to, this is
0: Netflix behind this at all.
1: No, I think they're doing what they need to do to avoid legal action from their their licensed uh, products and like anything it'll just you know they've cracked down and within a week i guarantee anybody that was using a method to get to u.s or an international site to stream netflix will have a method to do that if they still want to uh obviously if they choose to go a more uh yo-ho-ho route then uh there's plenty of options for that too so and netflix's response is kind of like eh We got 81.5 million people that subscribe to our service. If we lose a few in Canada, oh well. Yeah, well, (laughs) over the last year, they
0: opened up like 160 additional countries.
1: Yeah, so So. this to me is just one of those things where it's like, it's really the licensees that need to Get uh, get their act together. Netflix is a force, and anybody with... A uh, half, uh, you know, half desire to get content can get it either legally or li- illegally uh, very easily.
0: Yeah, it's weird because it works about both ways. The last time I was up in Canada, when I travel for any length of time, I usually take a Roku with me and fired it up, and it gave me the Canadian Netflix catalog. And there was a lot of stuff there that I wished I had at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they so had the, uh, Dark Knight Returns, uh, animated films long before they were available here. Um, huh. A really good selection of, of DC titles that were just not out you know, for free streaming or for pay one price streaming here. So I'm like, eh, it's not necessary. I guess depending on your tastes. Yeah. The catalog, the grass is always greener, I guess. Sure, sure. But the uh, BitTorrent uh, traffic... Uh, Was observed to measurably (laughs) spike after after they started blocking proxies on Netflix. Like, well, you take away the legit version. (laughs) Uh. To to quote uh, you know Ian Malcolm, life uh, finds a way. Right. And we we will we will be entertained by hooker by crook. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so. I love nerds. <laughs> um, I just, I just do, because we're a resourceful bunch. Yeah, and we also frequently find ourselves with time on our hands. Oh yeah. Uh, so this article from the Guardian is titled "A Song of Ice and Data." Students create death prediction software for Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's a video, awesome. It's a video here that spells out their efforts to create a completely mathematically legit, based in the facts of the series algorithm to predict when a death of a major character or even a minor character is likely to occur in mm. the ongoing story of Game of Thrones. And I love the fact that it's completely above board, legit, a real thing. It's they, yeah. they didn't just make a cutesy program that, that you know spat out numbers. No, right. they they approached this as a serious
1: endeavor. Yeah.
0: And it totally works. And I yep. love that.
1: Yeah, that's impressive. So and apparently Tom and is uh is doomed. He is he is
0: doomed. <laughs> he is he is, he is. Yeah, I mean, who was... Have you seen the, the new uh, yes. episodes? Of, uh, I, I, my mathematical approach was, there, okay, who was not featured? Because they basically, they, they went to great pains, without getting spoilery, they went to great pains to touch on all of the major story threads. Right. And even some not so majorish ish ones. I don't know, they didn't really particularly need to see Dorn. Uh, no. No. But it was entertaining you know, in a in a yeah. gory kind of a way. Yep. No, don't kill Doctor Bashir. No. Yeah, he he met a rough end. No, like you didn't see that coming. They they totally telegraphed at the end of last season. Oh yeah. Um, but so the the conclusions that the software drew, it's like, yeah, I totally see that because like, yeah, I don't remember seeing that guy in their their exhaustive recap of everything that's going on to get the story rolling for this yep. new season. But University of Munich, or should be Technical University of Munich, you are doing it right. Yeah. You are, cool you are breeding the exact kind of student the world needs. Keep it up. Yeah. And I know you're listening. Uh, sticking with the uh, entertainment theme. So we've talked previously on the show about a little movie that Carl Urban, whom you might, might know from Lord of the Rings or the rebooted Star Trek franchise, or was it Almost Human?
1: Uh, be, Yeah, yeah, Almost he, be, Human. The
0: dearly departed, uh, cut down its prime, Almost Human. Yep. Uh, he also was a, a moving force behind the reboot of the Judge Dredd property in film form with the movie Dredd, right. where you can see his chin do some incredible acting because he's contractually not allowed to take his helmet off. yeah. Um, but he didn't need to. They still made the I think a, a, a great representation of Mega City One and oh, yeah. the judges and all the fun stuff. Yep. They even introduced my least uh, favorite character, which is the the cop or the side judge. Right. Um, right. And made her interesting because they made her yeah. the rookie character, and it was it was it was all great. Yep. Carl liked that experience, and he really enjoyed being able to. I think you know right the wrongs of the Stallone interpretation. Um, And he wants more. And I hope he gets it, because if the quality is the same as Dread, then this is going to be a fun series. He would like to do a Dread series, and he's shopping it around to Amazon Prime and Netflix, saying, any takers? Uh, This is from comicbook.com. So and again, he is he is wants to produce it. He wants to he he is personally really invested in this and wants to is, is doing his part to try and make it a, a reality. Yeah. Um. So he's doing. They they cite some tweets. He's on Dread 2, I do it. Netflix or Amazon. There's a gold mine of awesome mega city one story. Yet you think there's a, just a small back catalog of Judge Dread. Yeah. Um. And what was the spin off series from that?
1: Oh, in the
0: comics? No, I'm thinking of Hellboy. I'm thinking of BPRD. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, thinking, I'm, I'm, uh, c- I don't know. I'm conflating my... They had the whole Judge Death right. thing. Yeah. Alternate universe,
1: scary things.
0: Um, yeah. This yeah, needs no, to have, It'd be cool. Uh, um, I hope
1: this happens. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Netflix would uh, be a good fit for it.
0: And especially if they, if they treat it like they treated the Marvel properties. Right. And you know just just let the violence be the violence and i think in a post deadpool world where you know the old it's more of violence is acceptable it's, yeah they're,
1: they're, well, I mean, not acceptable but are, they, they, they know there's an audience the, for it m- They already had the movie on there, so that's where I watched Judge Dredd because I was like, "Oh, okay, it's Carl Urban. I like him as an actor. Let me see if this thing is worth you know worth any time." And it ended up was like, "Wow, that was actually pretty good." Yeah, and they managed to take basically, which was a what was a bottle show.
0: Yeah, ninety nine percent of it takes place in one mega location. Yeah, Um, and so you know it was done on a budget and it still was entirely entertaining, and more importantly. Respectful of the source material, yeah. Um, and I was I was never a big Judge Dredd fan when it was in its heyday. Right. I was I was very much a Johnny Come Lately to it, um, mm-hmm. and but I've I've ping ponged to the opposite end perspective of having a great love for it, having discovered it later. Yeah. Um, it's 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 it scratches a very particular weird itch, <laughs> which I think is why it's successful. Um, yeah. So. Go, Carl. Go, Carl. Hopefully it works out. Here's hoping. Uh, Moving right along, uh, more comic book uh, shenanigans and movie shenanigans. So I guess Robert Downey Jr. is just never getting out of the armor. No. And spoiler alert, uh, clearly he survives uh, Civil War because... He's been cast in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, so previously, they had announced the title of the joint venture, Sony Pictures, Disney Marvel Studios Spider-Man film will be Spider-Man: Homecoming. And today's announcement was—yesterday's announcement was that Robert Downey, Downey Jr. has officially joined the cast of that film. Right. Who'd have predicted this? Have we been talking? Because we we always we always. Had, gnashed our teeth and wailed and ah Sony'll never you know let Spider-Man go. And now we have this happening. Bidirectional trading of licensed properties for the good of the film.
1: Yeah, no. And I mean that's it's awesome for us, I think in Robert Downey Jr.'s case. It's like so I can keep getting paid gobs of money and then I can go do whatever film or whatever projects I want off on the side and then come back and I mean it, it says he'll be in it but it doesn't say like how much he'll be in it right so he I'm may assuming a massive
0: be, check was handed to the man
1: yeah I'm sure no matter how much he's getting a lot of money and he'll be in the, I mean I would expect this is going to be more than a cameo mm-hmm. but it may not be uh, a full you know chunk of the movie either well what's so, more interesting
0: to me is that it's it's an obvious through line from the end of Civil right. War into the Sony movie
1: yeah, which then, you know, obviously now they're saying Sony's movie and whatever they're doing will be taking place in the, in greater the Marvel, universe. Marvel Universe, yeah, extended, or the Cinematic Universe.
0: So now we have effectively three different studios working on the Marvel Cinematic Universe between ABC Television, mm-hmm. Disney Marvel, and now Sony Pictures.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of horsepower. It's a lot. It's
0: a lot, and they are oh, doing so. It should be four fun. studios. Netflix originals. Oh,
1: Netflix originals. That's as really well. yeah. that's
0: really Disney Marvel doing the work, though.
1: I would think so i mean i think yeah especially with netflix being probably the most removed so far i mean they they make references they definitely could use it but they're not have. they have yet to bring in anyone really from the movies that i can think of
0: But yeah this one i'm I'm glad i'm excited to see the cross-pollination i'm surprised that they're they're playing nice together i hope it doesn't get soured at any point but yeah go go iron man go iron man
1: yeah, I mean, really, to me, is the way they're going, the, the real challenge is going to be when an actor is either says they're done or they're just obviously too old to do the role any longer. And there is that. <laughs> how they're going to bridge that gap, which they haven't run into yet, but I, I mean, would assume the, it's mean, the Iron Man
0: up. armor is kind of the ultimate girdle. It does. It helps a lot. It lifts and shapes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Robert, and, and Robert's in fantastic shape. Yeah. So, but We'll see. It's got to be getting i mean i know chris evans has expressed a desire to to move on um and robert downey's kind of laughing and saying "Uh, uh, uh, paycheck okay
1: (laughs) yeah he i mean he seemed like he was and like i said i think he's now done the math of wait i can still do whatever i want and i have this is kind of my you know pension (laughs) Mm -hmm. plan cut working out for me yep so and even Chris Evans has backed off of his statements too. So yeah,
0: cause money talks.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh,
0: uh, one last, uh, well, again, Netflix related. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Were you were you scarred by this in your youth the way I was? No. Did, no. You, did you not encounter it, or did it just not have an effect on you?
1: Uh, I don't even remember this at all. So So, if I did encounter it, it didn't leave a a mark on me. So
0: 1978, eight-year-old me sees an animated show about rabbits. (laughs) Cool. Sign me up. What I didn't know I was sitting down for was in in front of a Kafkaesque dystopian political drama of oppressive, uh, dictatorship, rigid socialism versus utopian communism, uh, mixed in with some scary as hell imagery for an eight-year-old boy, um, Looking back at it as an adult, it is, a, it, is, it is rightfully referred to in this title as a masterpiece. So it's dystopian rabbit masterpiece Watership Down returns as a new animated series. Now, the yeah. book has always been just an allegory about different political systems and, and the effect on the common man framed with bunnies. Um, the animated adaptation was surprisingly true to the source material, and was really high-quality animation, really good storytelling, and I remember, and I've ne- not seen it really since 1978 or that era, mm-hmm. and I clearly remember lots of pieces of it because it just huh. got burned into my frontal lobe. Um, you know, el Harara, the Prince of a Thousand Enemies, and all that. It is, so it's, it's a weird formative thing for me Um, And it is being revived as a new animated series. Um, Co-venture between the BBC, Uh, okay, known for their good adaptations and doing art uh, and story for story's sake, not necessarily for commercial value, and Netflix. Hey, hey, Netflix originals we've talked about like 16 times already on this very show today. Um. They're teaming up to do a four-part CGI series um, adaptation of this. Sounds interesting. The voice acting cast they've already announced uh, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got the, the now recognizable name of John Boyega. Yes. Um, James McAvoy, uh, yep. uh, McAvoy or Stewart? Oh, these timelines confuse me. Yeah, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley, Gemma Arterton, Nicholas Holt, and many more. So, yeah. witness the recent um, Jungle Book movie, which is all reports are is extremely high quality and is doing very well. The high-profile actor slumming as a voice actor seems to be, be becoming a, a thing in the last five years or so. Lots of very, you know, currently very popular actors are oh, lending sure. their voices to stuff. When that, that used to be the territory of the has-been actor. They would go, right. they would go stoop to do voice work yeah. because they couldn't get screen work anymore. And it's this weird flip of, no, it's the cool. The cool kids are doing animation yeah. voices now. I blame Pixar for that.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, yeah, the, 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 the description here from io9 is pretty spot on for me. Despite its extensive mythological rabbit civilization, its religious symbolism, and its dystopian themes of individualism individualism in opposition to the corporate state, Watership Down is possibly best remembered for its incredible violence, Ooh. especially the animated movie, which has horrified young kids with its bunny-on-bunny violence
1: for decades. They're not Screwing around with that statement, <laughs> bunny on bunny violence. That's awesome.
0: Sounds hilarious, but when you're eight years <laughs> old and you're not expecting it, holy crap! Why? Ah, what did the bunny do to the other bunny? Oh, ah, fantastic. I hate Afrofah. Ah. <laughs> ah, so yeah, and it was also it started with this weird impressionistic scene where they were telling the history of their god. It was this vastly different animation style, a la the puppet sequence in Hellboy the Golden Army, where mm-hmm. they told the backstory with puppets. Yeah. They did a. They, it was also a hand anime. It was wildly different style huh. um, for the intros. I thought this the whole thing. And then it transitions to very realistic animation of money. It's like, oh, okay, now I can watch this. I don't know what the hell that artsy fartsy thing was at the beginning, but okay. Right. Um, so. Yeah, this one caught my eye just because this one is burned into my soul, and I'm curious to see what the the BBC and Netflix make of it with the power of computers. Oh, yeah. And we'll we'll see if they try to make it kid-friendly or if they try and stick with uh, OMFG blood everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got a couple weeks' worth of DC on Fox to talk about here. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, there was a DC big, on Fox, DC properties, well, not Fox. I'm sorry. <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're, we're reviewing Gotham now. Gotham,
0: oh God, no. <laughs> uh, it keeps chugging along. We may have to make, we may have to make good on our promise at some point and go back and watch it once it's reached its conclusion. No, I, I
1: watched season one once they renewed it for season two. So I've seen season the impression. One. Um, it was uneven. There was, some good acting in it, and then there was some really stupid storylines, and then there was some cool scenes, and then there was some like really like kind of like painful to watch scenes. So well, it let's was... stick with that
0: theme of uneven and really yeah. freaking stupid.
1: Oh, uh, let's I, talk about let, let me tell you, I can't wait to talk about these shows. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Arrow, yeah. So I don't know why when they were sitting down to plan out the scripts for the season they who, thought who is the good villain to bring back? Who did people really think was like awesome? First, we'll hit him with Cupid. Yeah, we're gonna hit him with Cupid. And while they're reeling from that, then we're gonna bring back Killer B from Flash. From Flash, because she was so great. There. she was awesome over there. <laughs> uh. This was. Again, just really Why? a dumb episode.
0: Why?
1: Yeah. Just th- and the biggest problem I have right now with, with the whole arrow situation is the and I think we mentioned this before, just the 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 tension that they've built between him and Felicity because yeah. they broke up over some really stupid reasons. Yeah. And it just kind of has colored the show annoyingly. Uh, robotic, but this one, robotic bees, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah robotic it, bees, and just, you know, the actress, she was. Uh, she basically decided she needed to get the chip that Felicity had installed in her. She
0: has conveniently has a d- degenerative right. disease.
1: Right. And so the, she. The motivation
0: sucked. I mean, the only, only redeeming thing about this episode for me was it further advanced Curtis's storyline yeah. towards becoming Mr. Terrific. Yeah, so which I'm. Um, I mean, I, I see them dropping the word "terrific" into his dialogue frequently. Oh, yeah. um, I don't. I'm not sure if they're going to go full full flash on this and call him Mr. Terrific when right. he does whatever transformation he's going to go through to need the balls to get through his day. Yeah. Um, so that was about the only redeeming thing is they gave Curtis and and his uh, spouse something some interesting stuff to do and some good, some good interpersonal moments.
1: He was the only part of the, the entire show that was pretty decent. (laughs) Everything else was like pretty forgettable.
0: Let us speak no more of that one. Let's move forward to the next week for 1159.
1: This one wasn't bad. And I was okay with it.
0: Yeah. It it, it got back to the core story arc of the season, which is Damien Dark. Yes. Last seen in prison. Mm -hmm. Um, and depowered because Jobu had been broken um, and mercifully free of a whole bunch of island flashbacks lately because they really have yeah. really run out of stuff to talk about there. It's like, hey, the idol came from there conveniently. Of course. Um, so this deals with the payoff... Basically. His, yeah. his prison break is what His this prison is. break, but the, 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 the mechanism that leads to it, they went to great lengths to set up the conflict between Oliver and Diggle yeah. over Andy. Yep. And Oliver's like, don't trust him. I've seen yeah. the, the total conversion that's going on with these people. Diggle's like, he's my brother, he's my brother, he's my brother, my brother. Right. God, Oliver must hate being right all the time.
1: Well, this was good because, you know, it's been a long time since I recall Oliver being right. Usually it's Oliver learning a life lesson and the fact that he was wrong and everybody told him he was wrong. mm -hmm. And then he pushed forward and then realized he was wrong. In this case, it was nice to kind of have that table turned of him going, yep, called that. (laughs) Yep. We followed your lead.
0: We trusted your brother. He completely played you. Yeah. And now one of our team is dead.
1: Right. Lost a team member. Not only did they get Dark out of prison, but he also got repowered. He's got well. his mojo back. Yep. Which, so yeah, it was like catastrophically wrong. Right. So, and that, and that was, it was interesting. It was a nice change for uh, a season that's definitely not been their most consistent. Uh, so now so the writers
0: was... can focus their efforts on killing Speedy next. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was. One down. Yeah. I wasn't sure who was gonna bite it, but obviously well, we now know who is in the uh interestingly, the grave.
0: if you read some of the behind the scenes articles, uh-huh. they didn't know either. Oh what? When they shot the scene with the headstone, they had not yet decided where they were headed with
1: it. Interesting. Because they definitely were leading you to think it was gonna be the father. Like that, I think. Oh, was see, I thought the... it was Oliver's son. Oh no, I didn't think so. Um but we were both wrong.
0: Um but yeah. again the yeah. the writers themselves, to give you a, a peek behind yeah. the curtain of how haphazard these writers' rooms can be, how much Sometimes. a show can morph yeah. over this this the span of a season. Yep. They put the gun on the table in Act One there, and they weren't sure who was gonna pick it up and shoot it in Act Three. Well they, they figured it out and it was Laurel's time. Yep.
1: And that's I'd agree with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with the choice. The ranks <laughs> I mean, I mean, what is killing? One big thing about what is killing Legends of Tomorrow: the cast is too damn big. Sure. And writing for that ensemble cast is a rare Joss Whedon skill yeah. that you don't come across very often. Yeah. And they're though, not doing it well, and they're they're suffering from from bloat here.
1: It's been okay though lately. You're like, the still watching? Yeah, like it's. Their last episode was definitely in the, this is about where I was with the uh, first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where it was like, okay, that wasn't horrible, so okay. it's, it's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good yet, but it's, it's not terrible. I uh, gave yeah. I gave
0: S.H.I.E.L.D. the benefit of the doubt. I know. Maybe this I one it, yeah it's, it's
1: more like it's a Friday night or Saturday I've watched all my stuff for the week let me what, just What what's, pause what's this on this the bottom of the, the barrel here yeah, yeah. scrape let's, scrape 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 yeah it is not first on the not list not must-see TV. All. yeah so but this this was this gave me hope it was a really well constructed episode they they did some interesting things they advanced the plot they advanced the characters and some of the relationships and obviously have now Given the team, kind of a, a pretty good bloody mouth in, in mm. terms of uh, losing Laurel.
0: Now they did do a weird thing that they might you know do do a, a fake on us where yeah Oliver is in the room with Laurel and they have the significant conversation of of your love of my life and they're, they're just an emotional moment and then she does the I need to tell you something and then they cut away right. And then they cut back and she is dying. Right. So you know, she's taking a turn for the worse. They get they, they come in. And just just technical note here. So for modern defibrillator paddles. Yeah. These days they have these wonderful little gel pads. Yep. They put between you your skin and the the charge pad. Right. The conductor to reduce the burning. Because yeah. you can get secondary second degree burns from those things. Sure. Um They put those on the outside of her gown. Well, you know, maybe her (laughs) gown was conductive.
1: Conductive gown. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Really clear. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, why even have the pads on? just, I'll be in the (laughs) car. Through the ground, yeah, no. That you was need to work on your silly. your your your
0: technology and your medical consultants. There, people. Um,
1: yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, it was one of those things. Uh, yeah, the same when you watch the sh- scene because like it goes from I need to tell you something to, to Oh my God, she's dying! <laughs> right. So they, they cut away to another another beat
0: and then came yeah. back. It's like, what did you just conceal from us there? Right. What are we going to see cons- in flashback? What is the? I need you to give me that secret makes you seem dead capsule to take that I know you brought from Nanda Parbat.
1: See, and I was thinking about that, but then I realized also that, you know, I don't know, that was pretty that'd be pretty rough to do to her father. You think? (laughs) That was the case. Like, Oliver is a very bad person at that point. (laughs) If he actually, because I was like, oh man, did they fake it? And maybe he's gonna be like, take him aside and say like, it's cool? No, like it was full out, your daughter's dead. (laughs) And and this
0: one ain't coming back because we we let her out of her contract.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe there's no capsule but obviously there's some sort of payout that we'll, will come. We'll from see that whatever the, the flashback in yeah. the future
0: is. Um,
1: <sighs> so, so yeah, let's yeah. talk about the flash. Okay, so um, back to so, uneven. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So we had a really cool episode, uh, flashback, which I liked a lot. I really? thought it was really well put together. Uh, him basically trying to figure out how can I get faster because for somebody who opens the show credits with I'm the fastest man alive, he has yet to prove that because <laughs> mm-hmm. everywhere we look, anybody that can run fast runs faster than him. Yeah. So he finally realizes I need to get some, some expert help. See, we're going to have to agree to
0: disagree on this. One. Okay. The I'm just going to time travel.
1: Yeah. It's just, so this is just something we do now. That's Yeah, that's become a thing, apparently. Like, not only can I just time travel, but I'm also very accurate I, as to where I want to time travel.
0: I am like, ooh, yeah, I am precise, and I don't need any super genius man yeah. from the future help. I can just drop myself into exactly where I want to be and f- fool everybody.
1: Yeah. Or more no, or less I, admit who I am almost instantly. Um, right exactly yeah his obviously his plans for doing these things are just always terrible like you have no chance of this going right but and i i did like the fact that uh he goes back in time he basically is looking to meet with eobard who was in dr wells form right and learn how he can get faster from somebody who is obviously faster uh and figure out what what uh what he can do to improve his speed and Ibar obviously sees through him pretty quickly and goes yeah i know you're not the the same flash that i'm or barry that i'm used to dealing with uh and also tells him, oh you're a complete idiot for the way you're time traveling yeah because, because you've really, you have, don't
0: even get me started on the time wraith i just yeah we'll get to that uh, in a minute
1: it was i mean it was the mechanism to basically it was say, the time well, mcguffin yeah yeah, well, and it was the, like, this is why we don't use time travel that much because time wraiths come and jack us. So I guess though,
0: the, 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 there is the, the the payback there for being cavalier about time travel. Yes. It's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> there's consequences. Not
1: <laughs> only just, like, you're altering the future type consequences, but there's actually, like, I'm going to come and so, kill you So now, now that you pointed
0: out to me, I like the fact that there was an immediate consequence to him just dicking around yeah. with the timeline.
1: Well, and it limits... A- pretty crazy power that I'm hoping that they,
0: they do use it much more sparingly. I hope so too. But that being said, yeah. Eobard Thawne. Yes. The reverse flash. Yep. Man from the future who is obsessed with the death of the Flash. Yeah. They're like frat brothers in this thing within 30 seconds of him figuring it out. Yeah, well
1: I mean but he again he kept him on the line because he basically told him a you win b i help you get out of here because you're not able to do it on your own Mm -hmm. and so he has and he basically yeah kit gets him to the point where it's like oh that's good to know i'll kill you and then he has the uh uh you know basically blackmail uh, thing that will prevent uh eobard from wanting to kill him and he sells it for barry pretty well yeah that it was. This is what's going to happen, and so here, give me some help because you're you're good to go on uh on on getting out of there. And so yeah, I but, thought uh, I, I liked it. I thought it it gave good motivation because Iabard was basically like, okay, I already won. I know I win. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I might as well. But they essentially uh,
0: rewrite sh- an entire episode. Yeah. with Yeah. They basically so, stop Pied
1: Piper from. Escaping right. at all, and and he's a, right. he's now their bud. Yeah, which in, was an interesting turn. And see, my problem with the Time Wraith wasn't the Wraith itself. It's the fact that they destroy the Time Wraith right. like, pretty quickly. And you're like, well, that's kind of... You just took away your consequence now for time right. travel. If you're able to just call this dude to come in with a sonic gun or whatever it was and blow it up.
0: Yeah. So they get Barry his... Uh, Stargardest G1 replicator to strap to his chest, yeah. uh, which we had previously seen charging up uh, Reverse Flash's suit with Speed Force. Right, a tachyon injector, because apparently if you don't want to get addicted to Velocity 9, you charge yourself with tachyons. Because Star Trek tells us that tachyons are cool and they have something to do with fast stuff. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, or maybe all, all
1: the rush, none of the uh, hangover. Right. So it's so, pretty cool.
0: We also, we see that this is where he gets the thing we saw on his chest in the Supergirl yes. episode. Yeah. So like, oh, this is the tie-in, and they conveniently have him. That's at the beginning of the next episode or is it at the end of this episode? where he End of this episode, He, I he think. blips through yes. a portal and then comes back and says, oh, I'm back, and then never says another word about his experience in the alternate universe right. with
1: Supergirl. Right. Because reasons. Because reasons.
0: Um, So he gets out the other end with his supercharger um, from the future via the past. Yeah. Which brings us to versus Zoom.
1: So... I would like to say, so this is where I was at with this. I had watched the Brie Killer B episode, and then I watched that episode, and I was like, you know, and I remember I turned to Dax, and I was like, you know, this week I think I'm actually more excited to watch The Flash than I am Arrow, (laughs) and this is when The Flash basically (laughs) gave me the stupidest episode I have seen on the show. I what? was like, I haven't watched this week's because I'm still so mad about this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's not. Gonna, it's not going it. to make you happier. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's why I'm I'm okay with not watching it at this point because I was like livid at the end of this episode. Did,
0: did the characters make dumb decisions? Did Did they do things that were out of character? It was just a checklist of of, of, of like, preventable everything tragedies. To go wrong? Yeah, like. Just unbelievable. So yeah, so on the upside, up... we okay, got go some ahead. backstory on Zoom.
1: We got a little bit of backstory. He was a orphan from his father killed his mom right in front and of then him. He got horribly. to an orphanage, which was basically like Lived, Ar- Arkham Asylum, essentially. Yeah, Arkham Asylum orphanage, and then he became a serial killer. And then, yeah, uh, wh- you know, a serial killer that is very well known because Earth Two doesn't have that many serial killers, so they're all really well known. Right. And yet, then, nobody recognized him
0: as right. the Flash, who didn't wear a mask. Who didn't wear a mask? Oh, like but he had Jay he Garrett had facial persona. hair when he was Hunter Zolomon.
1: Oh, yeah, that was that was it apparently. <laughs> and the cops never thought to shave him. No, <laughs> when they were going to electrocute him. <laughs> so they're giving
0: electroshock therapy.
1: Oh, that's right. They were doing electroshock therapy when they, when, uh, when, the when the explosion, explosion happened. Yeah.
0: So that's how he gets created. So yeah, this is where they blend the DC characters of Jay Garrick and Hunter right. Zolomon into the same person. So yeah. they've gone off in a radical new direction and exciting reimagining of making them the same dude with two different names.
1: Yeah. Um Then we get to the Cisco <laughs> stupidity. Go on. Which was so their their whole thing is we gotta go back to Earth too. We gotta stop Zoom. And well, we close the portals. Dr. Wells is like, that's a really stupid idea. I'm we not going to just, help you. Yeah, this is really dumb. I'm
0: loving we should, Dr. Wells, by the way. Yeah. He, he <laughs> like, is the uniform voice of curmudgeonly
1: reason throughout this season. Yeah. Like, this is dumb. Don't do it. And like all Joe goes is like, well, haha, Barry set his mind to it, so we're (laughs) gonna (laughs) go. I guess we're gonna go open the portal. And so it's like How do do they open open the the portal? And so then suddenly it's like, Well, wait a second, reverb. Could do cool things like this. He was bringing in energies from dimensions. He can open portals. So, Cisco, you must have the same power. And Cisco's like, Oh, that's cool. I can't do it though. I'm focusing really hard. It's just not happening. And they're like, We'll put on these glasses. Oh, well, yeah. Now it's like, I've rejiggered
0: them to the vibrational frequency of your reality.
1: I can now open them like whippity-doo. Boom, but I'm not going to do it. But cause... then I'm going to close it. And then I'm going to have some of the absolute worst writing come out of my mouth. What do you think <laughs> in a nerd-friendly
0: show, okay, geek-centric audience, that having a speech where a character has a heartfelt decision <laughs> to make and their go-to reference is Anakin Skywalker
1: and Midichlorians. Midichlorians. I threw the remote at the TV. Yeah. It was like I'm like who so you're trying to be cool geek but you put midichlorians in there. Wow. Wrong. Wrong and just and then it goes into his whole like I I'm worrying this is my like my Anakin moment. Yep. And you're like oh.
0: Oh, that was such bad. Voldemort writing. was right there, okay?
1: Voldemort and Harry were right there, and you went with Vader and Anakin. Yeah. Anything, anything would have been better than that. It was just just terrible writing. And so of course Barry's like, Oh no, you got friends, it's cool. And he's like, Oh, okay. We're here yeah, to help you. That makes sense. Let me open this breach now, which I've never done before, but I'll open it instantly. And, and somehow oh, by and the the somehow way, Zoom, they know.
0: They but, just yeah. know that Zoom <laughs> smells these things. And they just happened to understand perfectly that he was going to immediately come through the portal, which, of course, he does. Right. He's like, hi, I'm here. How could they have that knowledge? No. They used to have 52 of these things open, and he didn't come charging through every single one of them when they opened. No. But the minute they opened one, they they just magically knew that Zoom would detect it and magically knew that Zoom would come charging through, which he totally did.
1: Yeah. And as soon as he comes through, so now Barry with his tachyon enhancement, is like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's let's do this." And I'm going to yeah. run really fast and I look at this. I'm a little bit like a hair's breadth faster than mm-hmm. you and able to get you to follow me all the way back to the lab where they have the elaborate trap of cardboard cutouts of his parents. Yeah. That they had How did they get cardboard cutouts of his parents. Of the
0: people who existed only on Earth 2, I don't know. Though <laughs> I guess we technically have we do have a doppelganger hunter Solomon here which we've seen before.
1: So maybe they found his parents. I guess the, the internet, were... the internet. Facebook. The internet, Facebook. Yeah. It's just never mind such... that
0: they were that they were dressed in clothing that was clearly the style of Earth 2.
1: Earth 2, yeah. the Yeah. So basically that causes you know, him to have a mental fart and stop running. And Barry hits him a couple times and then locks a leg clamp and on him. And then staples him to the floor, yeah. And staples, I mean, basically it's like haha, you've been inhibited. And then he monologues. He to- totally monologues. <laughs> Very shut up. Why are you not darting him? Like, I could not believe it. it was he's like, so huh, bad. you know, I'm so much faster, and blah blah blah. And then Zoom does the one thing he's already shown he can do, which is he vibrates through the stupid clamp. And runs away. And just runs off. And it's like, oh.
0: Now wow. now we've set them loose in our world.
1: Yeah, like, oops.
0: <laughs> and, <then laughs> they do the, they, they, and they did the one sensible prep thing, which was get all their family members Yeah, and all the people that Zoom knew to use as leverage and put them in the time vault. Right. Where reasonably they could assume that, that Zoom could not get to them. Right.
1: Except for one
0: guy. We're getting the newest family member. Yeah kid
1: flash i mean wally west wally west yeah he gets snagged and taken back to earth too right <laughs> how did he get back to earth too
0: well, the portal's still <laughs> open
1: no it wasn't it closed
0: no i don't think it did
1: I'm pretty sure it did. No, the, we didn't see because they charged
0: through it and Barry ran off immediately and we didn't cut yeah, back to it. Yeah, and then
1: Cisco it. let it go. Like, he was the one holding the stupid thing open. So, unless Cisco just decided, you know, I, I we don't this have open. enough portals to Earth 2 on this world. I'm just going to leave this one active because Zoom would never try to escape. <laughs> it's like... So either he closed it and he magically got back to Earth too, or he left it open and Cisco should die like Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either either option. He is should tense. die of shame at this point. Like he, he, that was ridiculous. So yeah, yeah and he's like back the, on Earth 2. The, the plot holes in this
0: episode were staggering.
1: And then Cisco now, because you know, if I can open a portal, I can now have a mind meld with Zoom across dimensions. <laughs> across you. dimensions. Why not? Glasses. Glasses, dude. Yeah. I'm attuned. It was just, uh, so, yeah. So they managed to they do negotiate. That. And then, so he comes back and basically, yeah, they negotiate. Barry says, okay, I'll give you my power. And he sucks the power out of him. And then, surprise, surprise, Zoom is like, well, now I'm going to kill you because I'm like super powerful. And you're you, not.
0: You, you, skipped a, uh, you skipped another great story moment. Which was that? When he told them how? Oh yeah, that guy I killed—that was um, a time oh, double yeah. from a defunct timeline that I talked into coming here to be murdered for you. Right. That's right. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <It made> no <laughs> sense. It's like the uh, worst, uh, 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 the worst techno babble from Star Trek, lowered down to a second-grade level. I mean, do they think we're not listening to the words and paying attention to what they mean?
1: I know. Hand so wave, I-
0: hand wave. We needed there to be a reason why somebody would let themselves be murdered and looked exactly like Jay.
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever. Okay. Yeah, now slow. fast forward to, okay, we'll just get, We'll just suck all the speed out of Barry on the treadmill and yeah. immediately Jay, the, the effect, the special effects team was on their game. Uh, they, they did a great job with the speed injection and the kind of effect it had on Zoom. And then Caitlin delivers her heartfelt speech right. if there was ever anything in them that ever loved me let him go at which point Zoom was like target acquired yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a little Some. Yeah, <laughs> and he's gone with Caitlyn in a blur of yeah. blue
1: lightning in her normal damsel in distress role which <laughs> is awesome it was yeah that was like just talk about getting me to like a height of like, OK, I think I'm starting to really like this show to just crushing it back down with yeah. that episode <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like and really, honestly, at this point now, three years into this show, obviously, or this is the second this year for Flash, 16, yep. fourth year for Arrow and the best superheroes to show on television right now is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. By far. yeah.
0: And and we have Grant Ward to thank for it. Yeah, no doubt.
1: He's been the main catalyst for it. But overall, they've done a great job of keeping a coherent storyline going. they got some weird shit going on over there,
0: and it's all internally consistent and totally makes sense. Right,
1: right. And they have not... Felt the need at least this season to really have like you know villain of the week type stuff. Well, they, it's got a, been they have a bigger very, story to tell. They've kind of hit their stride. Bigger story, yeah. So it's been great. Uh, these shows, yeah, they need to. DC needs to Take kind a page of from that a game book. again and say, okay, we were doing really well, and now we've gotten a little too CW corny. Let's yeah. let's pull it back some. A little too monster of the week. I mean, and, and yeah. really,
0: the monster of the week thing, they've even made decent use of on Shield because we had. Absorbing Man, Kreel, come back sure. for a part in, and it was a great, useful story point. Yeah. Um, no, I mean,
1: Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. did use Monster of the Week in its first season a lot, and even yeah, into the second it was, season. It, so. it, was, it was lame in the way that Monster of the Week is. Yeah. But this season, they've really not needed to do that. I mean, their Monster of the Week has been dealing with Hydra or dealing with uh, an Inhumans yeah. uh, you know, and in they they, have,
0: they can always deal off the top of the deck of, here's a new Inhuman to show you. Sure. Sure,
1: and we need to incorporate, but they've done a good Excuse job me. then of taking that new Inhuman and either making them part of the team or making him part of Hydra or whatever yep. and going forward from there.
0: So yeah, a um, bit of a roller coaster ride in the old DC television universe
1: there. Yeah. Um, oof. Oof. Oof is right.
0: And it's, it's weird because it, in there, there are some good performances. The guy they've got playing Hunter Zolomon generally does a pretty good job, even when he's being stupid menacing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, When they they get the mask off him, he he does a a decent job of being the kind of glazed-eyed sociopath. Right. Right. I'm I'm just not getting, I don't understand why you have a problem with this kind of a moment. There's something that I want. Yeah. You're you're stopping me from having it. Right. Uh, Why is there a problem here? Please just give me what I want.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was... No, it was good. I think they, uh, I think there, there's good acting happening. Yeah, the
0: guy who plays Doctor Wells
1: doing a great job. Oh yeah, he's been great. the
0: The, the storyline with him and his daughter, not yeah, terrible.
1: Uh, uh, no, that one's a little. Yeah, and I like his daughter. It's, it's, too, human, but, it's humanizing the Doctor a bit. Yeah, but and I like the guy that got playing uh, Wally. I think he's been a good yeah. addition. And you know, I, I've always liked Joe. And Joe was you know, awesome. Iris is is, has
0: has had less to do and has therefore been less <laughs> annoying.
1: Yeah. Oh, the whole thing of Iris dating her creepy boss, though, is also like what?
0: <laughs> Whilst canceling dates with him and having moments of realizing that she's kind of has a thing for Barry, so they're advancing yeah. that storyline without Barry being the torch carrying, right. mooning exact. over her. He's yeah. moved on. Yeah, he, he has definitely he's put a cap on that saying I'm not. I've he's, he's done the same the, happening. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to ruin my friendship yep. with. You know, if effectively, you know, my stepsister, um, by being a jerk about this, so right, uh, right, we'll, well, I'll just move on, and then, then yeah. she's quietly realizing I may have made a terrible error. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll so we'll see where they take that. Um, yep. So, cool. Uh, All right, <laughs> you have been listening to us kvetching about DC television. Um, no, you've been listening to casually hardcore live at alpha You can find us in all the places, on all the things. On Facebook, just do a search for Casually Hardcore for the show or Alpha Geek Media for the network. Twitter, the show is Hardcore Casuals. The network is Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. I am on there as Alpha Geek Media. Grail is on there as, what are you these days? Grail C-H. Grail C-H, G-R-A-I-L-C-H. Um, send us emails, the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. You can find our subreddit, alphageekradio.reddit.com or reddit.com slash r slash alphageekradio. All of the finest things are entertained. There post shows, and link, or links to items you would like to see covered on the show. If you like what we're doing here, please consider supporting the network, patreon.com forward slash alphageek. You can subscribe to the network. Send us 50 cents a month. Buck a month, whatever you want. Help us keep the lights on, help everybody keep streaming. Check out all the fine shows on the network. Uh, We've got 53 live shows streaming now and three more coming on board in the next week. Check them all out. Yeah, we've got lots of fun, fun stuff going on there. Um, Stop by and see us sometime, don't you know? If you want to know all the various ways you can consume live streams and the 24 7. Uh, video and audio streams go to TuneIn.AlphaGeekMedia.com, and you'll see the ever-growing list of supported devices there, uh, including apparently the people were testing out the Amazon Echo, and hmm. apparently we totally work on that now. So you can cool. say Alexa, which th- this is why I don't own an Amazon Echo, yeah, because the keyword, the default keyword, <laughs> is the name of someone in my household already.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> that could get so into. Well. I'm
0: assuming that's reprogrammable. Uh, I'm curious to see the the little they have the little puck version you can get now that's uh, about half the cost. Um, It's basically the same same functionality of the Echo without the high quality speaker. It has just a basic speaker in it, and you can plug it into your stereo system. We'll see. Again, that requires like disposable income and cash that doesn't go directly towards everything my kids want to do. But I digress. I'm not bitter, really. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. I have been. No wise,
1: and I've been Grail, and we are out of here. Bye, bye,
0: radio people.